0: The College Basketball Experience Purdue Boilermakers 2022 23 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100. And get a hundred dollar free bet over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N E D B E T to claim your free bet today. What's up,
1: everybody? This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the broad stop. Thank you, guys.
0: 2022 23 season preview episode. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick.
1: He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress,
0: and I'm healthy. Oh, I am always healthy to talk Purdue basketball. Boiler up, boiler up, people, let's go! I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, farmer video coordinator for Bob Huggins at West Virginia University. Give it up for host of the NFL Gambling Podcast, host of the Ryan and Rush Show. My guy Ryan McIntyre, how you doing, Ryan? doing good. Colby boiler up, boiler up. Let's talk some boiler hoops. Oh man. I mean, Matt painter entering year 18 has am I really that old? I remember when he took over for Gene Katie 18 years. Shit. I'm old. Uh, look, he's 384 and 192 in 17 years as the head coach of the Boilermakers. And you look back, he does have this program rolling. They haven't had a losing season since 2013. Uh, and just in his tenure, they've only had three losing seasons in that entire stretch. He's had a, uh, he's had what I'm just counting five Sweet 16 appearances, one Elite Eight uh, appearance. He's made the tournament every single year since 2013-14.
1: He's got it rolling. What do you make of old Matt Painter? He definitely has it rolling. Like you said, they've made the NCAA tournament every year since 2014, but. Every Purdue fan is saying, "When are we going to take that next step? When are we going to get to the Final four? So that's a big question in West Lafayette, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, look, and and uh, I I'm constantly reminded of that uh, Elite Eight run in 2018, 19, where they should have beat Virginia. Thought it was a questionable coaching job down the stretch there. But I do think he's got the program rolling. He's done a good job with the program, and he was in in Blue Chips. I don't know if you know that with Nick Nolte. You go see that movie, Youngsters. Go check out Blue Chips. R- Ron Shelton, great, great, uh, great uh, writer when it comes to sports. He did what, Bold Durham, White Man Can't Jump, and Blue Chips. Gotta check it out. Gotta check it out. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's let's talk about this team though, because a year ago, the Boilermakers were twenty nine and eight. 29 and eight, 14 and six in the conference. Kind of thought they'd make a deeper run, but 15 and 21 ATS. So gamblers hate Purdue (laughs) last when it came to last year, they hated Purdue. You were not making money on the Boilermakers unless you were fading them. Uh, They were second in the nation in adjusted offense, 93rd in adjusted defense. That was a bit surprising. I feel like Matt painter coach teams normally aren't that bad defense. I mean, Ninety third is not that bad, but I did did feel like they weren't as good defensively as years years previously. I would say I don't know if that's a fact or not, but I just felt like watching them. um, That that the defense wasn't as good as they traditionally were. They were fifth in the nation in three point percentage, thirteenth in offensive rebounding, one hundred fifty sixth in defensive rebounding, one hundred ninety first in free throw shooting, two hundred thirty seventh in pace, one hundred sixteenth in turnover rate. I mean, you look at these numbers, you're like, how did this team not go farther?
1: Right? Yeah. And I'll uh, back up uh, what you said on the defensive side of things. It was their worst defensive team since 2012. uh, Statistically, that was the reason why they didn't go farther is they just weren't very good defensively. I mean, they were as good as anybody offensively them in Iowa and they played a classic big 10 championship that, I mean, the boilers were on the wrong side of, but hopefully this year they're better defensively and can take that next step in advance. In, uh when it comes to March madness. Yeah. I mean, that
0: St. Peter's law is going to haunt my, my Purdue mm-hmm. friends for a long time, but I do think you got, op- you should have optimism if you're a Purdue basketball fan, because the big, the big, uh, the big 10 is, is wide open, wide open. I see the odds on Purdue to win plus 700. Look, I know we're going to get to forecasting their, 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 you know, incoming and, and, and outgoing and forecasting their, their starting five and how the look at the, uh, at a conference schedule and, and conference schedule and project what, what we think Purdue would do. But I could tell you right now, the big Ten's wide open, sprinkle a little bit of that plus 700 on the money line or on the money line on them to win the big 10. You know what I mean? All right. Look, when you look at this team a season ago, uh, they, they, uh, they were good. And now it's a bit of a rebuild in a way because Jaden Ivy was one of the best players in college basketball. He's gone. He's in the NBA. Travion Williams was really good. He was like a rock at this program. I feel like for, for the past four years or so, five, maybe even five um, Sasha Stefanovic was a, was a key role player on this team. And Eric Hunter was a very uh, decent role player for him. he transferred out to Butler in state. Ouch. Um losing those four guys is a lot to ask and even Hunter I feel like you know yes he didn't get as as many minutes and is, I feel like 2 years ago he was better but still it's a key role player and he, I think he would have been in a good spot to come back for Purdue this year but maybe he took it personal I don't know what happened there but but that's a lot of players to lose what do you make of all those players that that are gone
1: yeah, no doubt. I mean, losing a top five pick in the draft, Ivy, to uh where'd he go? Detroit. The Detroit yeah. Pistons yeah. is obviously a huge blow. He was great at the point for them. Trevion Williams, him and E I know they uh kind of alternated minutes. One would they never played him together. So I mean, they lose some depth in the front court there. But I still think they got enough pieces to make a run at this Big Ten uh title. Yeah
0: one of the best things they did, I thought was go out and get David Jenkins from Utah. But I, I, I kind of remember him more at UNLV than with Utah. I think that's a good get. And uh, I think that's one that could be an underrated get when you, when you look at these the portal and obviously the portal is so crazy in 2022. I mean, if you were to, if I was to print out the, the list of portal uh, of the, you know, the transfer portal in D one college basketball, we'd be printing from now until when the, when the season tips on November 7th. But I do think that one could be a sneaky good get. uh, If he plays to the level that I remember seeing him play at besides that, they didn't really go anywhere with the portal. They just brought in four freshmen, uh, you know, and, and I, I, I tend to think it's going to be surprising. I, 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 I tend to think you're going to see a decent, I, I know traditionally you do not see a lot of freshmen get a lot of burn. I feel like at Purdue. This year might be the exception. What 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 do you make of that statement? You think I'm I'm far off or what do you think?
1: No, I don't think you're far off at all. I mean, you look at it, they they need a point guard right now and Brady Smith seems to be the guy so he kind of steps in and they're going to give him the keys from day number 1 trying to replace Jayden Ivy. So, yeah, no, I think they're going to play uh freshmen more than they have in the past and I mean, it helps to surround them with Jenkins, Morton, Gillis, and Ida. I mean, they're all juniors and seniors. So if you are gonna play a freshman the extensive minutes, it helps to have experience around him.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, you wonder it might you might be better off just putting Jenkins at the one, even though I know it's not his true position instead of starting a freshman. I think point guard plays so huge in college basketball. Um let's, uh, let's, let's, let's forecast what we think the starting five will be. But before I do that, let me tell you folks out there that the Purdue Boilermakers, 2022, 23 season preview on the college basketball experience is presented by win bet. is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana. Hello, uh, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. And from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, Winbet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars. And get a hundred dollar free bet. SportsGamblingPodcast dot com slash winbet. That's sports dot com slash w y n n b e t. All right, all right. So taking a stab at this thing, I just have a hard time believing they're just going to start Smith. But I mean, I guess the cupboard's a bit empty at the at the point guard spot. I I, I the yeah. only other guy I could think they could do is go Jenkins at the one. And then you 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 bring what you you go Jenkins, Newman Morton, I don't know uh, I I I get your point of like Hey, you know this is the freshman or this is a true point guard here in Braden Smith, so Braden Smith David Jenkins Jr. at the two, Ethan Morton at the three, Mason Gillis is back and same with Zach Eady, those two, yeah I, you I like the front court there Gillis I actually kind of thought was underrated at times, um. I know that you could still see, you could have Caleb first in there as well, uh, but Brandon Newman's on the bench. And I actually, that's why I wouldn't be surprised is, is if you saw them go Jenkins at the one Newman at the two, Morton at the three Gillis at the four, Edie at the five, but may, maybe, maybe, may, I don't know. I mean, I I'm, I'm intrigued to see Purdue out the gate, even though I think they're playing like Milwaukee or something. I mean, eager to see what they go with. What, what do you think the starting five will be?
1: I think it's what you had: Smith, Jenkins, Morton, Gillis. Ide. Uh I know in their exhibition game they started Lawyer instead of Jenkins. So I, but I think Jenkins will start once we start playing meaningful games. You got to take those exhibition games with a grain of salt. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and you got to wonder maybe he's learning the offense. I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, let's take a look at this schedule. And see what we we think the Boilermakers will do this year. They open up, like I said, against Milwaukee. Patrick Baldwin Jr.'s not there anymore. He was only there for like a cup of coffee. <laughs> if even that. He just got the smell of the coffee and said, you know what, I'm out of here. Uh who knows what to expect there? They have a new head coach. Um, that should be a win, correct? Yep. Boiler up. Then <laughs> folks, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, look. Ryan McIntyre here was once a Governor himself, because uh, he, he was part of that staff. So uh, Austin P, you know, maybe uh, we take them with the points uh, in in West Lafayette on Friday, November eleventh,
1: yeah. we'll we'll preview that game next week. I'll take the Governors with the points, but I'll take the boilers to get by the Governors,
0: yeah, yeah. Then they get the Gavit Games. Uh, and and folks, remember, once the season tips, we'll be here every single night handicapping every single Division one basketball game. Uh, so we've been doing this shit for years. Subscribe, college basketball experience. We're on YouTube at youtube.com slash the college experience. Gavit games, Tuesday, November fifteenth. Marquette Shaka Smart come to Mackey Arena. I got Purdue starting out three and zero. Oh, you? Yep. And we all know that place will be absolutely lit for Marquette. Yeah, that'll be awesome. That'll be a fun game. Then the Phil Knight Legacy uh tournament going on in Portland, Oregon. This game's on ESPN2 and they open up against Your Boys. Not going to ask you to pick this game, but uh I think it's an intriguing matchup. But
1: I have you know, I'm going with Your Boys. Give me West Virginia. Going with the Mountaineers, hey! Ten o'clock Eastern tip, uh, seven o'clock your time on Thanksgiving night. What a way to spend Thanksgiving! It's true. I don't know how I'm <laughs> going to
0: convince the wife. I just got to think about these things. You know what I mean? Because you got a lot of games going, a lot of great games on, on Thanksgiving. What can I do to tell her? Hey, you know, can you go to the store? I forgot to get the turkey. You know what I mean? <laughs> something. <laughs> so she's got to go to the store or something for it. But even the stores close a little early. I feel like I don't know. Um, I'm going Dub V. I think they, I think they're going to be three and one, three and one. Then they get Gonzaga or Portland State. If they lose to Dub V, it'll be Portland State. I'll put them at four and one. Then yep. on on Sunday, November 27th, they'll play a third team there. Um, we don't know who it will be, but
1: what are you what are you going to do? Two and one, one and two in this in this tournament. See, this is hard because it would either be probably Florida or Xavier. So either way, you're playing a quality opponent here. They can beat Florida, and I mean yeah. they can beat
0: both. But I think this—I think specifically—I would—I I think they have a better chance of, of of beating Florida than Xavier. But Miller might be suspended for that tournament. I don't know. I'll go two and one. They're going to be two and one in in uh in the in the in the in Phil Knight Invitational.
1: I like mean, it. I'll go yeah. two and one as well.
0: So that would put them at five and one. Then they have the ACC Big Ten Challenge on uh, November 30th. They head to Tallahassee. This game's on ESPN too. Um, I got I got Florida State here though. I think Florida State's going
1: to be a little bit better this year than uh, than we think. Yeah, talk about a game with some size here. Florida State and Purdue matching up, two of the better front courts. I'm going to take the Seminoles because they're at home.
0: Yeah, if it was in. Uh, Mackey Arena I would take I would take Purdue. So that would put us at uh what? That is uh it's 5 and 2. 5
1: and 2. Yep. Through the first
0: two. month and then uh they get the early uh, a couple little sprinkles of a uh, Big 10 games. They get Minnesota coming into West Lafayette. Uh this is a, uh, you know, <laughs> Big 10 network, but I got them beating Minnesota. I don't know the Minnesota's. There. I think Ben Johnson's doing a decent job, but I don't think they're there yet. You? Yep. I'm with you. Boiler up here. Yeah. Six and two. Now uh, this is one to circle. This is elf night, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wednesday, December 7th. Remember to dress like an elf. It's a food drive. All right. It's a great way to get laid Uh big 10 plus. This is an interesting game because I kind of like speedy Claxton's Hofstra team. I kind of think this is a team that, that could be, I mean, I'm taking Purdue, but watch out. That's a sneaky game. What are you doing here?
1: Well, yeah, it's definitely a sneaky game too, because it's in between two big 10 games, Minnesota, and then Nebraska's on deck. I think they get by, but like you said, watch out on elf night, elf night. I'm going to take the points <laughs> with, with, with the Hofstra pride. Um, yeah. uh, then
0: they head to Lincoln, Nebraska. We, we, Fred hoyberg has got a, just a gigantically long leash in, uh, in Lincoln, Trev Alberts, the AD saying, Hey dude, you got another year. It's Nice when you're a football school, but I guess are they even anymore? Um, I got them
1: winning in Lincoln. You. Yeah. I think, I think Nebraska is going to be all right this year, but I think Purdue to catch them this early is better. So I'll take Purdue here as well. I mean, that puts us at, at what eight and two, eight and two. They're rolling.
0: Then the Indy Classic in Indianapolis against Davidson. Bob McKillop's gone, but it's it's still the McKillop name riding in there. Davidson got hit a little bit in the portal. I think I think Purdue gets this one. I got him
1: nine and two. Same. So did they change this? I don't remember Davidson playing in this usually. Isn't it usually uh, Purdue, Notre Dame. Yeah, I don't know how uh, the hell Davidson. Ended up in there. Yeah, how's how how is Davidson a part of the Indy Classic? They're in North Carolina. <laughs> I don't. I do not know, but but hey, it's a good game. <laughs> I watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll take we'll take it Saturday, uh, December the seventeenth. But yeah, boiler up again. So nine and two. Then they get the the uh,
0: New Orleans coming to town, uh, on U on Wednesday, December twenty first. Ten and two. Let's go. Then Florida A and M on December 29th after Christmas. Eleven and two.
1: Yeah, no, I mean they round out the new year eleven and two. Florida A and M they don't have enough to keep up with the boilers. I mean, if you, if you're eleven and two headed into
0: conference play, you got to be very happy with the season, I think.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Especially headed into Big Ten play, you put yourself in a great position to get a really good seat come Selection Sunday, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the conference play, but before I do that, I want to get us paid one more time. I want to tell you that look we're on YouTube yeah and by the way, subscribe to the college football experience Purdue's still alive to win the Big Ten West. We talk college football year round on that podcast. We talk college basketball year round on this podcast. We come together as one on youtube youtube.com the college experience subscribe, tell a friend and uh, look the thing that started it for us all here at SgPn say, uh, 11 years ago was the sports gambling podcast. They're still out there. We're still doing it. Uh, but this, this was the gateway to, to all of our podcasts. So uh, sports gambling podcast is on YouTube. Uh, we want you to subscribe because they're giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autograph, Lawrence Taylor Jersey, or an autograph, Brian Dawkins Jersey. The contest is completely free to enter. And all you have to do is subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast, and comment on a video each video is a new chance to win. So just keep leaving comments, turn on your notifications. So you don't miss SGP contacting you when they uh, pull the winner, the winner will be announced on uh Sunday's recap show. So let's go, get it going, get a free Jersey. What are you doing folks? All right. We're back talking, Boilermaker basketball and um, conference play. Let's just, oh, we're not going to go through every game. Injuries could happen. We have no idea. Uh, let's just go through what's the toughest stretch of the what's, what's the toughest three game stretch you think of the season. And, and, and that stretch that, what do you think Purdue can go and and get some high caliber wins? I know a couple that stand out to me, including a a, a late run there. Uh, What do you think the toughest three game stretch is I'm curious if it's the same as mine.
1: Yeah, I, I I see a couple candidates, but I, I got to go to the last three games of the year, and I feel like I've said this on each of the Big Ten uh, podcasts so far. So go check out those episodes as well. Is this Big Ten is wide open with Indiana, who they're going to play on February twenty fifth, and then Wisconsin is going to be in the mix March second, and then Illinois to end it out in Big Ten play March the fifth. I think all three are going to be right there to win the Big Ten with Purdue. So it's going to settle itself those last couple of weeks in the Big Ten, and so that'd be my three game stretch. You pick the same three game stretch as myself,
0: so uh, we we did see eye to eye there. Um, yeah, I mean the only other one you could make a case for is maybe be the front end of that at Maryland, home to Ohio State, and home to Indiana. Yeah, but uh, but I still think the home to Indiana at Wisconsin, home to Illinois, you could steal a lot of key wins there. I think all those teams will be tournament teams. Love that stretch. All right, so let's get to it then. Where do you got
1: the boilermakers finishing in the big Ten? So I got I had Indiana winning the Big Ten, so I know that's Ouch. not gonna Ouch. I know I know uh, Purdue fans do not like. It. <laughs> <laughs> but good news, boilers. I got you guys second.
0: <laughs> I got you guys first boilermaker fans, all right? So look, I know you're not you don't have a microphone in front of your face, Boilermaker fan, so I'll say it. Fuck you. The Boilermakers <laughs> are gonna get it done. And uh and I cannot wait for the season. How about this? What's the ceiling NCA tournament? Can this be another Elite Eight team?
1: Yeah, I think so. They especially if they can get the right draw. So, like best uh, case
0: scenario, Elite Eight, what do you think?
1: Yeah, Elite Eight. I don't see this being a Final Four. This isn't one of his more talented teams, but he seems to do better when he doesn't have as much talent true. And, and so what about this worst case scenario? First round exit again. Yeah. Another first round exit to like a little rock. So I, oh, I yeah. know that too. I don't want oh, <laughs> oh, to fire the guns at the again. <laughs>
0: folks, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Like I said, the season tips, November 7th and me and Ryan will be there. starting November 6th, every single night of the season, talking best bets, talking our locks. We will handicap like we've done every year for the past five years, over five years. Shit. Uh, every single game we will cover the spread, but also, you know, we're college basketball junkies. We're not only just gambling experts, we're, we're junkies. So we, besides the gambling aspect it, we'll, we'll highlight what are the best matchups? What are we looking forward to? You know, the conference races of all these, these conferences. So check us out, subscribe, tell the French, I got the college football experience podcast as well. Boilermakers still alive. Let's go boiler up, baby. Uh, and uh, check out, uh, you, remember youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, uh, check out the sports gambling podcast. Check out all of Ryan's work. Uh, he, he hosts the, the Ryan and Rush show. He, he, uh, he's also the host of the NFL gambling podcast. He was just on the episode of the sports gambling podcast. Go check out all of those episodes and uh, give him a follow on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. I'm on Twitter at D Colby D the college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give us a follow and look, please, if you can get over to iTunes, give us a one, uh, a one star. G- Give us one comment, uh, five star, five star. If you want to do a one star, uh, you know, do it. <laughs> don't don't be a pussy. No, give us a five star review, please, if you can. I messed that up, but hey, he did call for Indiana to win, so maybe you're thinking about doing a one star. But remember that I said fuck you, and I picked a, a, a you know Purdue to win the the Big Ten. So why don't you give me? the, uh, the, the, the five-star treatment then. And uh, all right, folks cannot wait for the season. Oh, I'm eager to see that starting five against, against Milwaukee there. So uh, seasons right around the corner. It's best time of year. This is the college basketball experience. Purdue Boilermaker style. You better start thinking about yours and we outta here.
1: Damn, sick and tired of getting all rebounded. 25 offensive rebounds. First time we block out, we get call front. Damn, block out.